My friends in Christ, we are fast approaching the end of the church's year. With the new year, which begins Advent, we will move to Matthew's Gospel. Nothing against Matthew, but I have a particular fondness for Luke, for the powerful portrait he paints of the merciful, merciful, compassionate Christ. We have been meeting that Christ all year long, including the past few Sundays. There was the parable of the prodigal son a few weeks ago, followed by the story of the healing of the leper. And then just last Sunday, we had the story of the humble tax collector who stood at the back of the temple, beating his breast and begging God for mercy. And today, we get one more story of mercy and forgiveness in the person of Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus is kind of a favorite of mine. You probably won't find it surprising that I relate to this fellow who wasn't, well, all that tall. The only way he could get a glimpse of Jesus was to climb a sycamore tree. I get that. I've done my share of, of standing on tiptoe in crowds over the years, including just a couple of weeks ago when I had the privilege of consolidating Mass with Pope Francis in St. Peter's Basilica. Every priest around me, and there were a lot of them, were at least a foot taller than me. Oh, for a sycamore tree. But my fondness for Zacchaeus doesn't stop at the fact that he was vertically challenged, as we sometimes say. I also like the fact that Zacchaeus was curious about Jesus, or in Luke's words, that he was seeking to see who Jesus was. Zacchaeus represents every one of us in that regard, wouldn't you agree? Every one of us, in one way or another, is curious about Jesus. Any one of us who isn't, in one way or another, I can't think of. We are all seeking to see who Jesus is. Isn't that what our life of faith is all about? We might not use those exact words to describe it, but I think we would agree that we long to get a good look at Jesus to understand better just who he is. And the Zacchaeus story tells us that this desire of ours to see and know Jesus is not one-sided. Happily, it is matched by the desire Jesus has to be with us. We're told in the story that when Jesus reached the tree that Zacchaeus had climbed, he looked up, called Zacchaeus by name, and invited himself to dinner. Zacchaeus, come down quickly, for today I must stay at your house. You see what I mean by Zacchaeus' desire to see Jesus be, being matched by Jesus' desire to be with him. And what happens as a result is life-altering for Zacchaeus. He's a changed man because of his encounter with Jesus. Wealthy Zacchaeus, the dishonest tax collector, becomes an, ins an instant philanthropist, a veritable Melinda French Gates. Behold, half of my possessions, he says, I shall give to the poor. And not only that, the despised, dishonest tax collector vows to pay restitution and more. If I have extorted anything from anyone, I shall repay it four times over. What's not to like about that story? 
It's so encouraging to us. Not so much because our story is the same as Zacchaeus' story. It's probably not. No, for me, the encouraging part is that our desire to see and to know Jesus is met by his desire to know and to be with us. And it's encouraging to know that there's nothing about our life, not our shaky past, our failings, our sins, our compromises, nothing at all gets in the way of Jesus' desire to be with us. And of course, when Jesus is with us, when he comes and stays at our house, as he did with Zacchaeus, our lives are completely changed, much like Zacchaeus' was. If you think of it, the stories of many saints down the ages parallel the story of Zacchaeus. Every saint had some sort of conversion, of course, but some saints required more conversion than others. I think of St. Paul, for instance, or St. Augustine, or St. Ignatius of Loyola, and there's so many others. Saints with a past, as one contemporary writer refers to them. Saints with a past which puts me in mind of something I once read. I can't recall where. There is no saint without a past and no sinner without a future. No saint without a past. No sinner without a future. I like that, and it's true. In more recent times, we might think of undeclared saints like Thomas Merton or Dorothy Day. And you could no doubt add some saints of your own your parents, your grandparents perhaps, friends who have been part of your lives. Each of them, like Zacchaeus, wanted to see Jesus during their lives and had some kind of encounter with Jesus, and their lives were never quite the same as a result. This Tuesday, we will celebrate All Saints Day, one of my favorite feasts on the church's calendar. I always think of All Saints Day as celebrating not so much the saints we make statues of or whom we honor with shrines and candles and flowers and incense and prayers. No, All Saints Day celebrates the saints who will never have a statue made of them or have a church named for them. It celebrates all the people down through the ages, including many we have known who, like Zacchaeus, were transformed by an encounter with Jesus and who let Jesus be their companion and friend even when they wondered why he would want to. Each one of them stumbled and fell along the way, of course. But they let God, not human weakness, have the last word. My friends, the encounter with Jesus is ours too. And we needn't climb a tree to have it. He comes to us wherever it is we are along our journey. And he invites us himself, rather, to our house, to dine with us, as he does now. And every time we celebrate the Eucharist.